0: Hello, greetings, and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and today I have a special edition. I have a special edition of Keys to Your Best Life, which is called Godfidence Today, our monthly panel. And you might be going, what is Godfidence Today? For those of you that do not know, Confidence uh, is confidence is part of moving forward ministries. And with that being said, when we had a conference in January, the Lord really encouraged me to continue on getting the voices out there, the voices of the generations. We believe that God has said that the older should be pouring into the yo- or the younger, and the younger being pouring into the youngest. And so that's what the whole collaboration of the podcast is about. So every month, once a month on the last Tuesday of the month, we're inviting you to join us to come together and unplug, or kind of just dissect a little bit, if you will. We won't go real deep, but we're going to answer some questions about the love of God, because that was the topic of one of the broadcasts this month that was done by the amazing Michelle Lindsay. And she talked about being a Christian for 40 years and still, you know, feeling like she had to strive for a relationship with God. So when somebody makes a statement like that, that's called a transparency with a capital T and it helps us to recognize when we are struggling somewhere in our faith or we miss it God is still in control so we encourage you to listen to that broadcast but in addition to that broadcast we had Greta Heise which is an amazing young lady who actually she just turned 18 recently so Greta we're so excited uh, she did a podcast on surrender and being still and I know that mm-hmm. God gave that to her for me But I know that I will share it with everybody else because we all need that great message. So tonight I have a panel discussion with these amazing women of God and each and every one of them are impactful against the kingdom of darkness and a light for the kingdom of of the Lord. And they're going to share some of their thoughts on those topics. So we're going to start with our special guest tonight, uh, which is Jamie Kirshner. and I have known Jamie for quite a while. She is the founder of Uncommon Teen, and uh, her and I are in a coaching thing together. For gosh, how long have I known you now, Jamie? A couple years. It's been about yeah, it's been a while. And she's real busy with her stuff, and I'm real busy with my stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, well, I got to talk to Jamie. Jamie gets it. So, Jamie, thank you for being on the broadcast tonight. Thank you for having me super excited to have you here with us and for those of you who be watching and listening because she's going to be one of the speakers in January at the Godfidence today conference in January, but and we have an event coming up in August that you guys will hear more about later, but also tonight we have with us Venetta Carter and her oldest daughter Victoria. They are both contributors to the podcast. So you will hear the voices of someone as young as, uh, actually we've got younger, but tonight our youngest is Victoria. Victoria, thank you for being on the broadcast. You're welcome. I'm super excited that you're here and I am absolutely just blown away about um, how much you love the Lord and how that just oozes out in your music and your speaking. So we're really honored to have you here with us. Thank you. <laughs> and we have the beautiful mother, Vanetta. Now, Vanetta is the founder of Reigning In Him, and this is a broadcast that I'm telling you: if you ever have any discouragement that comes against you, you need to just go listen to Vanetta because she oozes out with all of that stuff. She is an intercessor speaker, mama to these amazing Carter girls, and so forth. So, Vanetta, thank you for taking your time tonight to be with us. Thank you so much for having us. I'm happy to have all of you on here. And of course, Greta. Greta is amazing. Greta is a, I would say, and I know, I don't know if you have this title in your bio, but I would say she is somewhat, she is a, she's, she's a singer, right? Mm-hmm. And she sings beautiful, but she's also, in my opinion, she's got a little bit of that psalmist thing going on sometimes where she just it rolls in that because you could just see the, the Lord working through her as she plays her harp. She also is a harpist and plays the harp and uh, does a lot of other cool stuff. So, Greta, thank you, honey, for being here.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: (laughs) And also thank you for kicking off the podcast this month, the month of June. And you did a podcast on the topic of surrender. Now, this is an area that we all are familiar with. This is an area that we have all struggled with. Let's just be real. Okay. Sometimes we're willing to surrender part of our life, but there's a couple of areas like, I don't know, God, but I'm giving you that and being still something that I'm trying to practice very, very hard. Y'all pray for me. So Greta, why did you, I know it was led by the Lord, but what really was the, the contributing factor to decide for that topic this month?
1: Well, as you know, I was going to talk about something else. I had something lined up to talk about. And um, for myself, I struggle to be still. I understand what you're saying there. Um, And and to give the Lord my control, you know, Mm -hmm. to let go of things because I feel like that's just human nature is, is to want to control what's out of our control. And it just hit me one day. I was, I was just going. I was making myself busy, trying to avoid anything and everything, um, just filling up my days with, with, you know, things to fill my schedule. And the Lord just kept telling me to be still, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like the word in my Bible reading or like throughout the day, you know, I would see like, be still. And mm-hmm. it just, it hit me one day, and I literally was still in his presence and it was in that moment when i felt that burden of what i kept feeling like i had to keep uh keep myself busy with you know Mm -hmm. was able to be let go you know so when i let go when i was still before the lord that's when he was able to move that's Mm -hmm. when he was able to take control was when i surrendered that to him
0: Hmm. wow that is so good and it could be an area maybe it's just me but I've had times in the Lord in the past where I've given something to the Lord mm-hmm. and I've surrendered it and then like three or four days later I'm like uh can I I have that back? Uh, I need to to try to control that. And you mentioned that the control, trying to take control of our own lives. And there's such a delicate balance, because we're always talking about being productive and getting things done, and we wear it like a trophy. And it's important to have balance in our life and, and to get the things done that God has called us to do and to be proactive. But being still is a, it's a discipline. It's a spiritual discipline, in my opinion. So thank you. It was so beautiful. And for those of you that have not watched it, it's on all of the podcast things. You can go and find it. It's called Godfidence Today, uh, keys to bridging the generations in his love. So uh, we know we talk a lot about being confident, but we want to be confident in who God has created us to be. So thank you so much, Greta. That's great. So Jamie, have you ever had that, that whole thing? You've been serving uh young people for what 20 years? Is that right? I know you don't look old enough to be <laughs> I'd like to, you know, to start it in kindergarten, but you know yeah. you to that whole surrender and being still. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah. For me, honestly, I didn't grow up in a Christian family and I grew up in a lot of dysfunction. And so the hardest thing for me, honestly, was accepting the love of God and like being able to tell others that I love them. That was one thing that I really struggled with surrendering to God because I was afraid of that just rejection because because growing up, I never once heard my mom or dad ever tell me that they loved me. Um, It was actually my, I was in college and my mom came to visit me and she's like, I watched a TV show and I just felt like I needed to tell you, I loved you. And I was like, and then that was the hardest thing for me. And I'm glad she did that, but it was hard. I I couldn't accept that because I had never even heard that. And so, that was honestly, for me, one of the hardest things to accept and just know that, you know, God, I, I pray every single day. Uh, I thank God that Romans 5, 5, that he, I have his love should have brought in my heart to love others mm-hmm. with. And and so, like, that's something even today I still pray. I still believe and I still receive it because it's something that is a surrender, like for me daily, just to say, you know what? I love you guys. And I am just so blessed to get to do this life with you. And that's that's a big area in my life where It's it just it's probably seems really (laughs) silly, but it's like it's one of those things that it was just really hard for me to accept because that fear of rejection. And so Mm -hmm. now I know that God loves me and I have his unconditional love. And so
0: (laughs) Wow, that is so powerful. So when did you become a Christian in your college years or when? Actually, my senior year in high school senior year in high school. Wow, that's great. That is great. I'm just so blown away like when I see people like Victoria 13 and and Greta 18 and and I cuz half my life was total mass destruction and and dysfunction and all of that stuff and I didn't get saved until my 30s. And so it was like, you know, a lot of garbage back there. And so but even then having experienced so much life it was hard for me also to kind of receive love because i didn't even know what love was you know so i can i totally get that thank you for sharing that so victoria so what is your thoughts dear on surrendering to the lord's will and i think i remember you talking about it i can't remember what scripture it is right now i think it was in the psalms but it it just blew me away so much revelation knowledge came from you on this so i've been looking forward all week long to saying what what's victoria going to tell me it's going to blow me away this week so what do you think about being still do you see the benefit in being still before the lord
3: Um, I know that I struggle a lot with being still. I know that I always have to be fidgeting or doing something because it's really hard for me to just sit still and just not do anything because I love being productive. I love always doing stuff. I feel like it's really helpful, not just in life, but like when you're with the Lord to just kind of bring your mind to one thing instead of Mm -hmm. being all sitting there doing your motions thinking about what you're going to eat, thinking about what you're going (laughs) to do tomorrow, thinking about stuff when you really should be Focus. i feel like when you're surrendering i feel like from a lot of people it's hard but i think it has a lot of things a lot to do with patience and also i feel like some people when it's time to surrender they start to feel fear because they're scared of how they're going to do it when they don't when they don't have what they've been holding on to
0: mm-hmm.
3: or like when, when people are going to college or going away from their family it's like they're not sure what they're going to do but i feel like when you need to surrender something. It's really God taking it for me to teach you and know you. So I feel like what we hold on to most are usually things that the Lord takes from us so that we can grow closer to him instead of to the thing he takes. Oh Drop the mic. See what I mean, y'all?
0: <laughs> I'm receiving from the 13-year-old. I love it. I love it. I love it. That is so good, honey. That is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think that because you're musical, it makes you probably, uh, you know, want to have rhythm with the Lord whenever you're like, okay, it's time to pray, but Lord, I want to play the keyboards for you, you know? <laughs> I get that. I get that. That's awesome. So, Vanetta, you have been serving the Lord and walking with the Lord for a long time. What are your thoughts on being still and surrendering?
4: Being still. I think it's important to definitely be still before the Lord and surrendering is so important too. And I could really relate to what Jamie said, because I remember the first time when I heard that God loved me, I was like, what, why would he love me? I don't even love myself. So it was so hard. I could relate to it being hard to receive that, you know, but as time went on and the Lord started really just showing me myself and just teaching me things about myself that I didn't know. And I love when he does allow us to surrender it's because he has something better for us. You mm-hmm. know, so I just love that. I love the fact, you know, I remember seeing this analogy of, you, you know, it's an analogy of Jesus holding um, this teddy bear behind his back. He has a big one and he's trying to get the smaller teddy bear from the little girl. And a lot of times we do feel like We're surrendering something and releasing something, but it's because he has something bigger and something greater for you. And I remember for many years holding on to my kids. I'm like, God, you could be in charge of my life. You could be in charge of my marriage. You could be in charge of my ministry. But I got my kids, you know, Mm -hmm. and that was something that he had to literally daily teach me because I'm thinking I know better than the Lord. I made these kids. I can care for them. I can protect (laughs) them. You know, and when stuff happens, it's like, okay, Lord, these
0: are your kids. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, remembering is important. Oh, it's huge, and I'm glad that you mentioned that, because that is, you know, I have adult sons, and uh, and even to today, I have to be very careful to make sure that I don't try to hold on to things, and God will, he'll let us know. Uh, he'll let us know that these, you know, he entrusts us to bring them up, and then to offer them back to him and it's it's so challenging sometimes and some things the big things are harder i think to surrender because it's a it is a fear thing like you know like victoria said we fear that if we let go of this okay god we trust you but do we trust you with this? And so that's where we really need to get to the point where we just be still so we can hear what he's saying. The still small voice that comes from the Lord and he speaks to us, y'all, they're watching in various ways. And But through his word is one of the most powerful ways that he speaks to us. So if we can just quiet ourselves in a busy world and just be still and trust what he's saying to us in every season, our life is going to be so much more fruitful. So that is amazing. Amazing. And I get I get the whole love thing, too. So that's my next question for the panel here is when you think about, you know, we know that the the Bible says that God is love. But we've got and if you break it down, there's all the different types of love. And we know that the agape love and all the different types of of love. But and Jamie alluded to this already about receiving his love. And Michelle went really deep into that topic. And I've been friends with Michelle ever since I moved to Tennessee. And I was going, wow, I did not realize that. Has there ever been a time, Greta, where you knew that God loved you, but because of the way that things were going in your life, you it was harder for you to receive that? That's a tough question. That is a, a tough, tough question. question. <laughs> um, you can speak to the topic if you want.
1: Okay. Um, well, when you started saying that there was a, um, a circumstance in my life, a couple months ago that popped up in my head. So I'll just share that, um, it was, I was leading worship for my youth group a couple months ago. And I just remember like being in a place of, um, just going through a lot of hurts and rejection, but leaning completely on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, his joy <laughs> as my strength completely, yeah. and um, not really having any friends or uh, anyone to look up to, just having a lot of letdowns and rejection, and those hurts, you know. And um, I remember just leading worship feeling so much pushback, and um, like even others on the worship team, like, you know, I we can get really good at putting a face up or like a cover on us. You know, I'm fine on the outside, but inside I'm really hurting and I'm not okay. You know? Um, And so that was what was going on with me. And um, I just remember like looking out in the audience and being like, Lord, I need to meet you. It's not about Mm. the people right now. It's not about that. I don't have anyone to lean on. You know, (laughs) it's about you. I'm I'm praising I'm singing I'm worshiping for an audience of one yeah know, and leading these people but right now I don't feel like I can lead mm. and so I just remember like looking out in the audience and people were distracted like on their phones and like you know um just seeing things and being like oh getting all in my head like oh they're not receiving this it's not right going the way it should you know and I just remember I closed my eyes and I was like Lord this is for you. Like I need to feel your love right now because right now I feel so and so alone. And so I just remember I like dropped to my knees and started just mm-hmm. like singing my heart out for the Lord. Like he was the only one in the room, the audience. Mm-hmm. one. And I think that's one of the most um, sweet times I've had with him publicly, mm-hmm. you know, right. like who you are privately with the Lord is who mm-hmm. you can show externally with others mm-hmm. you know in public you know? and so that was a vulnerable moment for me sure so just having the lord's presence that strong feeling the lord's love that strong mm-hmm. the way i would never felt before was was very sweet and oh precious moments
0: mm-hmm. I love that that he met you right there because he meets us wherever we are whatever we're going through and it's in that place of being vulnerable mm-hmm. and you know and i have found in years of experience of relationships that whenever i feel you know the bible tells us that we're never alone because he's always there but whenever i feel all alone or i feel like nobody understands or all these things are going on it's just more of a reason to press into him and just really lean to him. And, you know, a lot of things, you know, we're like, God, why did you allow that to happen? And then you look back years later and you're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I see like you removed those relationships or those barriers or those things that might have tripped us up. But at the time, we don't necessarily know what's going on because somebody just let us down. And so mm-hmm. praise God for the pressing through. And you know what? I believe that probably someone out in the audience was like, whoa. Because you can't be that real with the God and somebody not go, "Whoa, she's having an experience right here with the God Almighty in public, and it shakes off the fear of man too, because you're just so just so uh, you know pouring out, just so wrecked that you just don't care what people think. <laughs> And, uh, it's the best place to be ever. I'm getting excited thinking about it. So <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I want to have that experience too. It's so powerful. So thank you for sharing that, Greta. Wow, that is so, so good. And I know that it impacted those around just your transparency, your vulnerability, and your willingness to meet him right there, you know, because he's waiting. He's always there. We're the ones kind of like messing it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he never misses it. So Jamie, you know, you talked about how I, and and I, I am certain that your parents, parents probably did not tell them either that they were loved and that might have been a generational thing and so forth. So you have like, Holy broken open this love thing for your
2: family. Yeah. So yeah. about that. Yeah. It, well, and it helps that my husband is amazing <laughs> and that he is uh, he 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 loves everybody and he's that he has really helped me to grow and to learn <laughs> over the years but um but yeah absolutely um well my family my dad was very abusive there's a lot of drugs and alcohol in my house and so that was their life and their life wasn't there were five of us kids and we were all uh the first four of us were like three and a half years apart in age and then i had a, a younger brother that's almost three years younger than me and um and it's just for them, we were just chaos. And so it was, it was tough. It was very tough. And, you know, growing up, I, um, I went to a church, but it was actually a cult that I went to. And so uh, asking questions and things like this, like I couldn't get any answers ever. And so I just always felt so alone. And um, I remember that first time that like, I really, like God just really laid on my heart that he loved me. And I was actually on a mission trip in Mexico, my senior, like it was uh, the summer after my freshman year in, in college. And I was uh, I was just laying in my sleeping bag and like just had this overwhelming feeling of, this is what love is, because you were talking about, like, we didn't even know what love was. I mean, like, like and so like, having that just, like God just just really poured his love on me and I just remember laying there just crying like Mm -hmm. this is love (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I never felt this before and so um and so it was God is just so good he is so good Mm -hmm. and he just always constantly reminds me and I don't know that I've had very much trouble like over the over the past several years of like receiving God's love because that's my hiding place now Mm -hmm. that's the place I go to and I'm like okay, so I, all this stuff is going on around me, Lord, I just need you. And, yeah. um, and that's, that's my, been my hiding place ever since He shown me like, this is love. And I loved you so much. I sent your, my son to die for you. I'm like for me, <laughs> I didn't deserve it.
0: <laughs> that's beautiful absolutely beautiful and you know i think that the reason that i struggled with knowing that god loved me is because vanetta alluded to this earlier she was like i don't even love myself how could you love me i mean what is it you know and uh it's just when we think about the cross and everything that took place there it just really minimizes the stuff that we go through the menial things that we want to get bent out of shape about Ooh. and then i'm thinking nothing that I could possibly go through on this earth could have been worse than that. And yet he did it when we were still sinners that he did that for us. And it's so powerful. So I'm so excited that you have broken that generational thing. Off of your generations to come, and that God put a man in your life that loves well and imparts that to you, and then now you're getting that that love from Father God and love from your husband, and extending it to those that you serve, Jamie. That's absolutely beautiful. So, okay, Victoria, you're in the hot seat here. Okay, all right. So,
3: God's love. What do you want to say about God's love tonight? Um, I would just say because I know what the Bible says love is not. Love does not hate. Love does not envy. Love isn't this. But what does the Bible say that love is? And it says that God is love. So I feel like in order to love other people, you have to really love God. Because without loving God, since he is love, you can't really witness real love. Mm. The The best time, the best thing to ask the Lord for is for his love and for his grace. I feel like loving and grace also go together because mm-hmm. when you love people with grace it's more of a real love because people can i'm pretty sure people can usually sense when you're actually when you actually care about them and when you're just you know kind of there but i feel like when you're actually sincere with your love then you're, then god will actually use it to actually impact the person so i feel like mm-hmm. you know god like realistically and genuinely then it's the one time that we're able to actually love that's so good
0: that is so good because you're absolutely right honey there's god is um he calls us to love people and when i was a little girl my mom would make statements like well you don't have to like them but you have to love them And i'm like if it makes sense, how can that possibly make sense? What, you know, and I'm thinking, and then of course, in my little mind, I had this whole what's love got to do with the Tina Turner thing going on in my life. And I did not have a clue what love was. And then, whenever people before Jesus okay, came into my life, there were people that were like hard for me to even like or love or anything. But after his love started working in me then i was able to do better at loving people and i'm still working on it it's a process <laughs> and because you know what the bible says it's easy to love people that you want to love right you know yes. it's those sandpaper people the hard ones that the ones that are really you know borderline all kinds of areas that you know I, i'm not saying toxic relationships but i'm saying that people that are just like when they walk in the room, you just have to work a little bit harder. I guess it would be extra grace required people. (laughs) And so you're right, the grace and the love go together. But if we're doing it with the right intention and the right heart, it's always gonna win. So I love that, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Veneta, talk about the love of God. Do you wanna share a time um, whenever like in Greta's situation where you press through and you really felt the love of God or do you just wanna speak to the topic either way?
3: Yes, I would
4: say when I think about the love of God, I think about, you know, being 24 years old, not knowing who I am, not knowing that my identity is in Christ. I was defined by who people told me that I was. And when the Lord started really just lavishing me with the love of God, it was just so powerful and so profound. You know, I would look for love in all the wrong places and you know feel like I had to convince a person why they should love me and I had to it became a lot of work basically that's what it became a lot of work to try to you know get people to like you get people to you know see why you're a great person or a wonderful person but when the Lord started showing me his love and started showing me myself through his eyes it totally just change my whole perspective and my outlook on the love of god because i actually love myself today you know i actually feel good in my own skin i'm like wow god i'm fearfully and wonderfully made by you i'm the apple of your eye my identity is in christ i am who you say that i am and
0: the enemy
4: don't want us to grab a hold of. He don't want you to know who you are, number one, but he definitely don't want you to know whose you are. And we belong to the most high God. And the fact that I was bought with a price and it wasn't cheap, you know, it just blows me away. And I always tell people when I meet people, because I had such a low self-esteem, I just make a big deal out of people. I come under and I just begin to just speak faithful words, love on them. I make a big impact in people's life because of the spirit of the living God living on the inside of me. Mm. I think about the woman at the well, and I think about every person that encountered Jesus, their life was radically changed. How much more us? You know, so I'm just really excited about that. I always say when I meet people, I want them to be blown away by the love of God.
0: You know, you do do that. Well, sister, you do that. So, well, I remember the first time I met you, I believe it was at the ball in the fall. And I was like, you know, you get around people and you're like, ooh. They've been in the presence of the Lord. They're just that sweetness overflows and, you know, joy, unspeakable, full of glory, just oozing out of them in every area. And that definitely, and I know the father has to be very proud with you reciprocating, you know, that are working with that, you know, receiving from him and then allowing yourself to be a vessel to uh, impact others and so forth. And so for those of y'all watching the broadcast, this is what confidence is about. Confidence is about inspiring, encouraging, motivating others to walk deeper in their faith with the Lord, and we're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, so if you're watching this broadcast and you do not know Jesus, okay, uh, or if you have questions about Jesus, or if you think that, you know, well, my mom was a Christian, so I'm a Christian, or I was born in the U.S., so I must be, a, it's a Christian nation, I must be a Christian, and you're questioning all that, feel free to reach out to anybody on this broadcast. We will talk to you, pray with you, love on you, because I know what that's like. OK, I always grew up. I, I, I tell people all the time I um, as an adult and when I started having children, I had, uh, you know, the prayer of St. Francis of the Sissy hanging in my dining room and I had Jesus and I had the Lord's Prayer and, and I had a Bible on my coffee table and I didn't have a clue about anything. I didn't know the Lord. I knew about the Lord. And there's a big difference of knowing about the Lord and knowing the Lord. So if you're sitting there going, how can they talk so passionately about the Lord Jesus Christ? It's because we are in love with him. And so if you want to know more about him, feel free to reach out at any time and we'll be happy to answer any questions Uh in regards to your questions about Jesus or the word or why we have this joy for him. So, ladies, this is so good. I mean, we could go on for a long time. So I'm going to we're going to go ahead and go one more round of questions, because I really just sense the pleasure of the Lord. as just talking about this. And so because I always had the mindset before I became a Christian that all those Christians are perfect. And listening to you all talking about your vulnerabilities, your insecurities, your your lack of things in your life, it tells me that this is real. And so, you know, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. But the world is still knocking at the door all the time and trying to pressure us. So, Greta, if there is a young lady watching tonight and there is, um, what would you say to that person that feels like giving up hope? And they're just like, why, why, you know, why, why, you know, it just gives a little bit of affirmation system.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say, I understand. I know where you've been. I know what it's like to feel like there is no reason for living. Like you've lost all hope. Like your life is meaningless, but it's not. You have a purpose. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in this life, the Lord says that we will have trouble, you know, but take heart. Don't let your heart be discouraged. Don't lose that hope because he's already overcome the world. You know, he came so that we can have life. You know, in Jesus, you are alive and you have hope because he is your hope. So don't be discouraged. You know, it says to not grow weary in doing good. And I know that for myself in this past season, it's been hard. You know, there's been times when I felt like giving up or, or just like being good or doing good. is just too much work. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's no reason for it, but there is, you Mm -hmm. know, there is a reward in heaven for you. And your life has meaning and purpose and value, and you're so beautiful, bountiful, and you lack no good thing with Jesus. So I just wanted to encourage whoever is watching to say that Jesus is your hope. Mm-hmm. Don't lose sight of him, and you won't lose sight of your hope
0: amen you know the bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick mm-hmm. and so we we have to hold on to him just like the woman with the issue of blood you know mm-hmm. she didn't let that stop her she reached out and she grabbed hold of that garment you know and and it and it was such a challenging circumstances for her to do that and that's what Greta's saying to you tonight is reach out hold on to the hymn don't get discouraged don't lose your hope that's beautiful thank you honey thank you so much Jamie encourage the the audience tonight I know you
2: got so much in you. I just love that you're here. I just want to encourage maybe somebody who has messed up. Like maybe they have done some things in their past and they they just think that they're not good enough or they don't measure up. And um, I want to talk to that person because I feel like sometimes as Christians, we feel like what you were saying, uh, Maggie, is that we need to be perfect and we need to have everything together. But one thing that we need to realize is, you know, God loves us not based on what we've done, but based on what Jesus has done for us. Nothing that we could do could ever get God to love us anymore. Nothing we could do could get God to love us any less because God is love. Yes. Um, and and so that's where I want to really encourage you. It's like, don't let your past define who you are. You know, God has so much forgiveness and he, I love God. I love God, I do, <laughs> but I love that he, he tells us, um, that if we ask him for forgiveness, that he will not only forgive us, but he'll cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that just means the guilt that's associated with that sin. The sin is gone. The guilt that goes with it is gone. And God can just he can just lavish his love on you. And you can just know that it doesn't matter what you've done in your past, that you can always go to God and you can always just receive his love. Woo! Glory to God.
0: you're going to get me shouting over here, okay? (laughs) Wait a second, let me get, let me find my hanky. I'll be shaking the hanky over here, okay? (laughs) That is so good. And for those of you, I want you to take note uh, of the website on here, and I want you to make sure that you go and you follow my sweet sister because she is doing so much for the kingdom. I'm so incredibly grateful for her and all that she does. And Jamie, we just can not be more excited to have you joining us in January. So this is going to be so fun. So, okay. So, Victoria, you're in the hot seat again, honey. Give us some encouragement about the love. And I know you already talked about the love of God, some, and how to receive that. But any final words or anything that you would like to speak to your
3: generation? Um. Well, I feel like when people say they're losing hope, when you lose something, you're able to find it. I feel like if you look inside yourself and you look in the Lord, then you'll find your hope. And that even if you lose hope entirely, that the Lord will always give you hope. Because Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, he will give you a hope and a future. And he also gives you a hope for a future. So when He when he gives us our hope, I feel like when we hope for things that we need, we need to hope and look into the Lord for guidance and wisdom. But in order to hope,
0: we need to know that the Lord will give us hope because we need to put our hope in Jesus. Amen. Whew. That's so good. That's so good. We, you know what? People will always let us down and we will always, you know, uh, the Bible tells us to not put no confidence in the flesh, you know, in our own capabilities. But when we lean to him, we can do all things through Christ to strengthen us. Thank you so much, Venetta. OK, girlfriend. Bring us home with this whole thing here. Yes.
4: So what I would say to someone that is watching that feel like they're damaged goods, I want you to know you are not damaged goods. I want you to know that God, he has a plan and a purpose for your life. He said in his word that he who has begun a good work that he shall complete it. So know that he's going to begin the good work that he has begun in your life. And I just want them to know, too, that Again, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And when he made you, he said that it was good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just have to know that he who has done a good work, that he will complete it. Know that even if you take one step, the Lord would make 10 steps and meet you right where you are. You know, those that are feeling discouraged, those that feel like throwing in the towel. I want to encourage you to just even as you talk to your friends, you could just. Have a conversation with the Lord the same way that you talk to your friends. I want you to know that you are not irrelevant. I want you to know that he sees and he knows and he cares about every area of your life. And I just want to encourage you to continuously trust in the Lord with all of your heart. He said, lean not on your own understanding and to acknowledge him, not in some of your ways, not in most of your ways. But he said, in all of your ways and he will direct your path. And again, even as Maggie said, you could contact any of us here, we would be honored and consider it a privilege to lead you to the throne of grace because everything that you need is in the presence of God. Your healing, your deliverance, your breaking, everything that you need is in the presence of God. So I just wanna encourage you to reach out to us and give us the honor to come alongside you. The Bible says, even when one comes, that all of heaven is rejoicing.
0: Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, my prayer every time before we do a broadcast is even if we just, one person, is encouraged, inspired, and so forth. And so I know that many of you out there watching, you're probably going, you maybe stumbled across this on Facebook, and you thought, wait a minute, looks like the Brady Bunch. Let's see what these ladies are talking about. We're talking about Jesus. And we're talking about opportunities to go deeper in Him, surrendering to Him, and loving Him. And so this is birth as a panel discussion for, which is a monthly discussion that will be every Tuesday night, the last Tuesday of the month. We will have a various special guest tonight. We had the amazing Jamie Kirshner with us. she has a amazing, and I mean, when I say amazing, I'm talking really good, good, good podcast called The Uncommon Teen. I want you to go and subscribe it. I want you to go to her page, like, comment, all of that good stuff. Follow her on YouTube, any of her platforms. Same thing with Veneta and uh, Victoria. They have the raining in Him. You can find that on Facebook. It is raining in Him. And go check that out and watch the broadcast and you will be encouraged and inspired. And great things are coming down the pipe for Greta Heise. You'll be seeing lots of her. Uh, she is such an intricate, important part of this team of amazing believers that God has placed on my heart as we continue to pour, the older pour into the uh, younger and the younger pour into the youngest, as we continue to bridge and key, take the key to bridge the community together to where we receive from one another, walk in love with one another, and make Jesus proud amen Mm -hmm. so I want to thank each and every one of you for being on here tonight Uh, go and check out Godfidence today it is on all the uh, wherever you want to listen to it whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google play or whatever you listen to your podcast on check that out because what that is is it a collaborative effort of all types of tweens teens and adults working together, encouraging one another. So each month when we do these panel discussions, you will be hearing us talk about topics that someone from our team has already talked about. So August uh, the 7th in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, we have a Godfidence back to school hashtag who do you follow Jesus obviously is the person we want you to follow but everybody's following people on Insta and you know all TikTok and all these different social medias but we're going to talk about relationships. And so you want to get your tween teen, And this is for the, also for mamas. Now this p- specific event is for girls. Okay. Uh, we're still working on the confidence for guys that will come out in 2022. But right now we want to make sure when you go back to school, that you go back to school full of the love of God, surrendered to him, being still to listen to him. So you can pick good relationships and for their other relationships, you can impart life. So, uh, God bless you guys. Any final words or question from the team? No? I love you ladies. God bless you guys. We hope that you guys will come back and see us and make sure you go check these ladies out because God is doing great things through them. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time here.